Oh, wow. Yes. This is the Council Connection. I'm your host, moderator, Fabian Vicks, and it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a new season of the Council Connection. We're coming in hot from Aska. We're going to have Muna and Dr. Lee, who attended the conference, uh, giving their feedback for the conference. What did they learn? What did they expect? And what to look for next year? Of course, we have my housekeeper items, and I have my final thought on what the conference meant to me and some things I saw or didn't see. And of course, you know, this part of the show, I say, let go. Connection. I'm Fabian Vicks, and I have two special guests. We're going to have them introduce themselves to you all. Um, I'm going to have Moon go first, and then Dr. Lee. Hi, everybody. Um, Mr. Vicks, thanks for having me. My name is Muno Sisioma. I am um, a counselor special assignment um, at the district level. Um, I've been on your podcast before, so it's good to be back. And um, I'm very excited about the topic that we have today. I'm always looking forward to learning from you know, you all, and I'm going to enjoy this. Hi, I'm Dr. Navi Ali. I'm the coordinator of school counseling services for um, a county in Southern California. My background is with high school counseling. So I was a high school counselor for about 10 years, and then about four years as a district lead counselor. I definitely want to elevate um, and champion the work of school counselors because I don't think it's, it's, brought to the forefront enough so anything that i can do to highlight that work i, I see the opportunity so this is my first time so i'm glad to join the gentleman and thank you mr vix for the opportunity you guys are welcome start telling you lies about coming on you want to learn from me i don't know nothing man. i don't know anything i'm just a regular guy um this podcast is basic basically toward here toward ask the 23 it was in atlanta my home state my where i'm from um, I want to start with Dr. Lee on, on takeaways from asking and go to a couple of things. Um, so I actually, my job did not pay for me to go to ask. I know that there's budget cuts and different restrictions. And then they offered an online component. Um, so I believe that factored into why they didn't cover the expenses. But because one, it was in the ATL, I was not missing asking ask in the ATL. Um, and then two, like I mentioned, the professional learning I wanted to invest. So it, I really was intentional um, about going and it did not disappoint. I got what I came for. Um, some of the sessions that I really liked was AI, um, artificial intelligence. I'm intrigued by that whole journey. What I find as educators is that we don't really pivot as quickly, um, definitely not as quickly as the students, but as quickly as we need to to ensure that the product that we're offering of education, of matriculating through high school and pursuing 
um, college and career goals, we don't do the best job sometimes of pivoting so that it can be appealing to whatever the current generation is. And that's what I'm seeing specifically around AI. So I attended that session, that was great. Um, I liked the professional school counselors of color um, affinity group. I attended the virtual session. So to be able to join them in the room, the energy was off the chain. And I know Mona will speak to that even more. Um, and I liked the exhibitors and a couple other things, but it was good. If you missed it, um, you missed the treat. I don't know what's your takeaways from aspects of what you had from lab for two, like about two weeks ago. What's your takeaway from the conference? So it, it was a great conference. It was one of my favorites um, that I've been at, and I've been at a few. Uh, this is my, I believe this is my second um, in-person ASCA conference. Um, my third one, because there was the virtual one that I went to as well. Uh, but, you know, just the energy in Atlanta, you know, that, you know, just had to be there, like Dr. Lee said. Um, I was fortunate enough to have my my work, my district pay for us to go. Um, and I really appreciated that. For me, just like uh, Dr. Lee said, you know, the, you know, leading the affinity group and that session was um, just, it gave, gave me life. Like, that's just the only way to, to put it. Um, I was comfortable, relaxed. I felt like I was with family. I was able to just be myself. And I think folks felt that because even people that I work with were, were just telling me, oh man, like we didn't realize you had that. You know, I was just, I was just kind of funny, all of that stuff. So people got the real me at that meeting. And so for me, working where I work at, um, and when I say where I work at, I, I can be myself, but what I mean by that is where I live, right? The, the, the community I live in, I can't always just be authentically myself. So for me, I was able to do that. I also enjoyed the Professional School Councils of Color Gala uh, put together by the Facebook group. That was also an extension of that, just being able to be around so much um, excellence from Professional School Councils of Color and just celebrate folks and dance and eat and just have a good time. Um, those are the ones that stick out with me. As far as sessions go, uh, beyond my own, um, humble plug there, um, I really enjoy supporting Latinx students. And the reason for that is, again, where I work, 95.9% of our students are um, Hispanic, Latino, Latinx, Latine, and 87% come from uh, low-income families. So they're there were a lot of nuggets in that presentation that I felt like I could take back to support my counselors who then support these students. And for me, what stood out was that they weren't just talking about, you know, awareness, right? Like a lot of these presentations, they spend a lot of time with awareness this is what it's like. These are the different groups, um, but it's just that it went beyond that and gave concrete examples of things that you could do to support these communities. So I learned a lot from that. Um, I also learned a lot from the awareness piece, of course, because I'm not an expert. I'm always learning. I get to Lee. Um, in fact, we run into each other quite a, quite a bit in different areas because we're both always learning. Um, so I'm always learning. So I really appreciate the awareness piece, but it was nice to also go beyond that into, and then what? And I'll, I'll be honest too, some of the presenters are people that I admire and, and friends of mine, uh, Lydia McNeely, uh, Roberta Aguilar, and Dr. Ponce. Uh, Marie Ponce, it was really good to be in community with them. The other one that stood out for me, uh, because now in my role, I'm more on the leadership side of things, uh, working at the district office. So it was the culturally affirming shared leadership. 
presentation. And the part that stood out for me was that the presenters, uh, Dr. Eva Gibson and the other presenters made the argument that school counselors learn about leadership. Administrators learn about leadership. Why aren't the two being merged? They work together at a school campus. Why are the two strands separate? So they came up with a framework to try to pull the two together so that we can bring our strengths to bear to support students. But they also made the argument that we all, both sides to be culturally affirming because we know that when our students see themselves in school, they perform better. So that's why that one specifically stood out to me. I mentioned earlier that my population is a huge majority students of color. So learning about ways to infuse that in my work was very useful. Very good. Now, I'm gonna start with Muna then Dr. Lee. What was the, what, what was the uh, overwhelming, it was very important that wasn't allowed because that was us. And, and I that saw part. Us, that part, yeah, us there, because it's Atlanta, Atlanta is, is, the, is, is black, that's just black, it's black, that's the blackest black, city in America. Black, blackity black, blackity black, blackity black. Um, in your opinion, what was the importance of, and how you feel for it being in London, you see all of us there? I have a jetpack strapped to my back. I just have so much energy to do this work. I feel that I matter. I feel that what I produce has impact, has meaning, because all of it, all of it, you know, from all my Uber drivers to, you know, to all the professionals, everybody in between, there's a lot of diversity and Blackness, and that meant a lot to me. And I, I don't think that I can explain or even say how much it meant beyond that. Because when I mentioned the presentation that I had with the affinity group, I think you can't remove or detach the fact that it was in Atlanta from me feeling comfortable, right? Yep. Being able to just be up there, you know, uh, make jokes and, you know, crack jokes in a room of 300 plus people, like room was packed. and know that folks hear me and feel me and have no fear whatsoever of saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, because I know I've been preparing all my life to be in that room with my people. That mm. is what it felt like for me. So that's, it just reinforced the importance of me being in this space, uh, me presenting as I am and going back to work. I am rejuvenated, encouraged. And like I said, I have a jetpack strapped to my back. Yeah, even being in the airport um, where I saw the recognition of John Lewis, I'm taking pictures of that. And that's just in the airport before I even get to where I'm going. Um, you can, it was, that was the most, I've only been to one other one and that's actually when it was in LA, but that was the most melanin that I've seen at the ASCA conference. I go to like state conferences and different, different, different things like that, but it was like, like the the energy it was it was palpable you know like you you could feel like what's up you know so it was it did make a difference that it was in atlanta um and i don't know if y'all saw this on the board for the um ask board members we actually had three more black and brown people elected to the board so we are yeah if that if that's not a note for ask to see that we need to take black and brown 
people more seriously in this profession. We out here. We mm-hmm. here. My in my Stephen A. voice. We here. We here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we outside. So we we outside. We outside. I'm pulling up. We pulling up. Um, that was the that that was that was the most. We we out. We showed up. Um, who y'all meet that you wanted to meet, uh, Doctor Lee? I so in 2020 when I was at home I just I had an opportunity to really do a deep dive and one of the people that I came across was Derek Francis Mm -hmm. um and while I met him before it was good to talk to him a little bit more at ASCA um I didn't really get to engage I I feel like I'm new to I don't mind rolling solo and that's exactly what I was doing and so it felt like I wasn't like with the groups of people that already knew each other but for the most part, people were willing to engage. So at the gala, I was able to connect with people if nothing more than just a line dance. You know, it was, I was able to um, meet new people. I can't say that I remember all of their names, but then even like I, I got to speak with your wife, Fabian. If I, can I call you Fabian or Mr. Vicks or? Okay. Maybe, yeah. Yes. And so, um, she was just telling me about her experience even being alongside you um, as a school counselor. So I, I just met some really cool people who support the work that we do and want to move it forward. I appreciated the uh, celebrity drop-in of Terry Vaughn. Um, you could tell that she was, you know, emotionally moved by our work as school counselors, as educators. Um, it's always interesting. I feel like in this it's, it's kind of adjacent to what we're talking about. Having all of the degrees and the credentials, um, I think Black people can sometimes have like this, oh, this a, a dissonance with Black people in education because for so long we've been, um, even when we look at like the affirmative action decision and all of this kind of stuff, we represent that, but sometimes it don't love us back, you know? So, um, when she talked about the emotional attachment that she has, wanting her babies to be educated, wanting for somebody to advocate for them in schools, I I felt that energy from her. I appreciated being there and hearing that from her. And even like the keynote speakers, um, that was one of the highlights as well. The second to the last day, when they had the gentleman who graduated from Morehouse and some other people, I appreciated having local talent that was there. So being able to um see that on display as well it was really nice to connect with a lot of people that you've that i've admired on social media at work and some of them i've already you, you talked to them you've even worked together uh, uh with them in different projects but we never actually met in person so um it was great there's just so many people you know i think meeting steve sharp uh, meeting, um, meeting Laura Ross, meeting, you know, a new appointed ASCA board member, Roberta Aguilar, uh, meeting Lydia McNeely, uh, meeting, I, I mean, I feel like I'm just listing names right here, right now, but these are people that I act, I wanted to meet, um, meet up with, and um, Christina Tillery, like just, just a lot of folks that, you know, have been championing me over the years, they've never met me, but you know, they they saw me and they saw the work that I do and, and they've encouraged me. Uh, so Lydia McNeely always shows up. Like she shows up to everything I've done. 
and she's never met me, right? And so finally getting to meet them and make those connections and just our folks just support each other. And there are just many more people that I can even, you know, list that right here. But now I'm forgetting some people, but the, for me, it's just that I felt like I already knew a lot of these folks, but it was our first time meeting. So it's weird meeting someone for the first time and giving them a hug because even though it's the first time, it's not the first time. So that's exactly what it's like. Go ahead, Dr. Lee. I forgot to mention that. I'm glad you you referenced that because you see, or you follow all these people on social media. And so you kind of get an idea and a sense of who they are. You want to walk up and hug them like it's a family reunion, but it's like, oh yeah, we ain't never really met in real life. It's in my head, we friends, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I did experience some of that. Yeah, yeah these are the folks that support you, right? They've been yeah. supporting, they've been supporting everything you do. Like, you know, they like your tweets, you know, they share your Instagram uh, pictures. Um, I just got on Instagram not that long ago. So, <laughs> but they share all that <laughs> stuff. And so it's kind of like, you just, honestly, if they do anything, you just support them sight on scene. Like, I, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, if they're presenting, you go ahead and show up. If they write something, you go ahead and share it even before you read it. You read it too, right? But you share it immediately. So, I just feel like I'm a, I'm already a part of a community, even though I didn't meet those folks till I met them at ASCA 23. Yeah. And it's crazy because every time I see them, like um, Laura and John Wosu is another one. Uh, met John uh, four years ago. We were both on uh, LDI for GSTA. Uh, same thing with Laura. I mean, all the people, Steve Sharp, I met him at ASCA in Boston, and he hopped on my podcast to talk about data and tech stuff and we've been friends since since then we nerd out on marvel movies when he come on we talk about marvels compared to school counseling all that type of stuff so uh so, can i get it on can i get it on that um yeah, next time because I, I, I i'm you know i like i like marvel too <laughs> uh, <laughs> bring me on caroline pino caroline perry i you know it's funny that you say that uh she was my professor she's one of my mentors um i went to cal state long beach so she's she yeah uh, she was um yeah, one of my professors. And so she's supporting me in some of the work that I'm trying to do at the state level as I'm trying to learn about that. So yeah, I know her pretty well. Yeah, she's hopped on a few episodes. We compared Black Panther to uh, uh, compared to we just did it just on Black Panther, just on GP, uh, other stuff. So I'm thinking probably Loki, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy, something like that. Uh, Mandalorian, you can pick some things out of Mandalorian for his leadership and imposter syndrome with him anything like that so we get okay we we're talking about asshole 23 which is too deep in some future episodes my bad it my sounds bad. it sounds like you're saying that there should be presentations at future asking conferences that are at marvel and all of that so don't, give no don't, see, don't, don't give me no idea don't give me no idea because i will work on that proposal thing. work on that proposal let's don't go that I'm, is pretty dope that's a, oh see I'm, okay okay um you and steve you and steve might be getting a um, invite to for him to propose for Marvel and school council. Okay, you gave me an idea. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. That's a bit. Okay. Let's fit it in right here. Let's fit it right here for me. Because I don't want nobody stealing ideas from, from us right now. So, <laughs> just saying, just saying. Uh, we're going to talk about the session that you like AI affinity groups and the Latinx students. So, those pretty dope sessions. Uh, I wish I could some of these I couldn't attend because I was um, collaborating with school before they at that point. So, um, so I go back and watch the recorded ones that were virtual and uh, in person. So really, the only session I liked was the one I presented at. That was the only one I really went to. Look, I'm gonna be honest. So, that's all. 
<laughs> uh, even though it was a great conference, we saw us there. We here. We here. What can ASCA do for next year to improve the conference experience? I can say I always appreciate that ASCA gives out dates years and years ahead of time. I'm like, come on and help me plan my schedule so I can be there. You know, you ain't got no excuse. So I understand we in Kansas City, Missouri. I've never been. Barbecue. So we'll see if I, I get to make it. You been? No, but it's barbecue. Barbecue. barbecue oh, really? Okay. Barbecue. I, I do barbecue. So maybe we'll have some for the vegans and the vegetarians out there. We'll figure it out. But I know I do barbecue. <laughs> but um, I would like to see, well, and maybe I just didn't read it as thoroughly as I should have, but I didn't know that the visit to the aquarium was going to be a little bit more of like a social event. I thought it was just going to be the straight up aquarium. But then I found out that it was, um, they had music um, and then it was exclusively ASCA attendees that went. I think that gives it a different vibe. So maybe, and like I said, I, I didn't read it as thoroughly, but when I saw aquarium, I was like, oh, no, that's not that's not necessarily where I want to be. But if they if they are going to do something like that and it's going to be social, maybe include some of those things. It's exclusively for ASCA attendees. Um, we invite you that type of thing. Um, what's one of the other things that they could do for next year? Um, that's what comes to mind first. I can't think of anything else right now. What do we know? For me, I felt that. Um, Dr. King should have been near the beginning. I think that by the time she came on board, I would have loved to have been in that room um, for that, but I was already flying back, so I missed that. Um, so I love Aaron Winkler. Um, I love Barry. Um, well, I wouldn't say love. I like Barry. Uh, I was so I was. I'm a big. I'm a big fan of that. Um, so I I do understand why they probably put him there but i felt like dr king in that city knowing what dr what dr martin luther king had achieved and accomplished i met to that city having dr bernice king be the end of when they could have when she could have been up front when they had five thousand plus counselors to me that was a huge missed opportunity so i would say going forward maybe making sure that the folks that kick off um, the keynotes are usually people that are connected to the city, um, connected to the profession more, those kind of, those kind of things. But against Henry Winkler, but I felt like he might have been better in like say Long Beach, for example, which is in two years because LA Hollywood is so close. Um, so it, that's, that was just, it's, a, it's not the worst thing in the world, but I felt like it, would have been more powerful if she had led off the conference. Yeah, it, it makes sense. That's to me, I can I can agree with you. Now I would say they kind of dropped the ball. Because think about it, about about a third for the council was already traveling out on Tuesday. So you could put Henry Winkler on 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 Tuesday, or you could put Dr. Uh, Miguel Cardera, the secretary on um, education could have been on that day and move her to the front. Because think about it, you're Atlanta. I want everybody to know that you're you're welcome and see us. We want us. If you had her at the beginning, us. And another thing what I would suggest to them is possibly adding a date to the conference. But I don't know that's expense-wise how that would look. Either adding a, on the back end on a Wednesday or on the front end on a Friday. 
but then you you look at that vendors and you look at people adding the travel. So I can see why they didn't, they're not going to add a day in. Um, Saturday through Tuesday school, I mean, I, I, can, I can live with that. I'm that. But Bernice King, I, I agree that, that she should have been, she should have been at the forefront of the whole conference because, you know, Don Martin was a king child. Yeah, she definitely got a story to tell, and I missed it as well. Um, I think the, the length, maybe if they have like a pre-con, I noticed that some people are doing that, like you have a pre-conference and the main conference starts. Um, but I think the length of time is pretty good, but I just had to rush back for work. And yeah, I, I do think that um, given where we were, it would have been impactful for her to lead out or at least be earlier in the session. Yeah. And to your Long Beach point, yeah, Henry Winkler, he, he out hour and a half way lives in San Diego. So there's, you could have had him two years from now. Unless they felt like, I don't know, he's getting up there in age. Let's get him while we can get him. <laughs> Not <laughs> he getting up there in age. <laughs> I'm just saying. Plus, we don't, we don't know conversations that, like, we don't know conversations that are happening behind the scenes. So we don't know if there is a reason or like some kind of sponsorship or kind of partnership or, or something that he is working with maybe it's connected with his book right so i don't exactly fully understand that maybe there's something beyond us because knowing board members now um i know that there are things the conversations that are happening up here really high up that we that lead to some decisions that no one's coming to explain to us but like i said you know it's a missed opportunity to not center a someone with the last name doctor someone with the last name king and even dr king in Atlanta, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, I I completely agree with you on that. Thinking about it now, like, cause I was leaving out on Tuesday, even though I live in Georgia, I still had to you know, check out my hotel, get my stuff ready to go. And I'm like, this is one session I want to go to, but I can't because I'm it's, it's between my checkout time. I'm not going to pay anybody my extra excuse my money to stay in the hotel. Right. <laughs> and parking, that's the other thing. For parking, if you stayed at the downtown hotel, you room. Some of the 209, but your parking like $40 a day, probably, if I remember right. Oh, some hotels like Omni. I, I did, I stayed at Omni when I did PBIS conference a couple years ago. That park, it was two days. That park was $50 a day. I stayed, mm-hmm. I, I did Hot Wire, stayed at, stayed at uh, residency in Buckhead. It was only $600 five nights, full room with the uh, kitchen. And, and if, you, but if you stayed at Omni, you just got a big old room with the table, TV, you got a window. You got no refrigerator, nothing really to keep your food at. So, yeah. So, that's another thing. Probably look at find some some deal. Like, if you want to do like a travel agent deal for the conference, make it twenty five dollars a night. But they don't want yeah, to I was. I was thinking because, as I mentioned, I, I paid for it myself, and I ended up too. I want to say I was in Mid City. I can't remember the exact region, but if they had like some other. Uh, hotels to choose from that would have been nice for how many was it for 4,500 people about 5,000 so it seems like they could have had maybe partnered with some uh, a broader selection of hotels for lodging extra hopefully we can see you all there um we're gonna gonna get on this uh, presentation as soon as possible yeah, we, we got work we got work to do um something else i wanted to say i just kind of thought about this but um i am interested in the process where folks presentations get proposals get accepted 
um, there were some good presentations that didn't get accepted. And, you know, maybe I'm being biased with some of those people that didn't get in. I also would like to know just because I just have that more transparent because I wonder there's some of us uh, that have, you know, multiple presentations accepted and then there are other good ones that didn't get in for whatever reason. So I think maybe making clear exactly what they're looking for in proposals and making clear why some get accepted and not ac and not accepted so that folks can get to work and we can hear from more folks. I'm glad you said that. That reminded me of what we um, talked about just as we were getting ready to start our chat today. We talked about having a leadership strand. I think that that would be helpful. So um, maybe having some strands. One of the things that I want to get into and uh, Mr. Sweeney, Damien Sweeney um, at the, the Affinity Group for School Counselors of Color, he gave me some recommendations on his professional trajectory and different changes that he's made. Um, if we had like a strand for uh, counselor educators and maybe counselor leaders or some combination thereof, I think that that would be helpful so that um, it's not just for practitioners, keep them the focus but then also adding that as an element because you have an array of people that work at the state, at the county level and different things. So to make sure that um, we are getting something from it as well. And I, and I can see why they may have not have thought about that in the past. Cause I feel like that level is growing because I think previously just, I would say just six years ago, you know, four years ago, whatever it was, there weren't as many, um, leadership counselor leaders right there weren't as many coordinators and and county folks it's becoming more they're becoming more and more of those uh, so i think maybe that's just something that they were not prepared for thinking about but now that there, there are more and more of those type of positions and i say this because somebody whose position current position is new right um it would be helpful for them to have something for that those leadership strengths so that that work can continue um, because that's another level of folks that it can be connected to right so that can increase and improve the amount of people that they can keep in um, at ASCA as members of ASCA and that can diversify the uh, presenters and the topics as well and I think that is a good point that they're they're new positions which is a good problem to have because that means that we're expanding our outreach in school counseling and before we go, I'm going to say this. We need more principals there. More APs presenting. Mm. Um, those that actually work with the counselors and they show results. I know the last year they had, um, there was a, I think it was a person that was a deputy superintendent or some council, some district in the um, council talking about um, the council and personal relationship. There were like five different presentations last year on the topic because I was one of those presenters. And one mm -hmm. person had a, their counselor and their principal present. So mm -hmm. that's an opportunity there for principals if they want to do it to one get exposure to your building. Two, you try to be a deputy superintendent somewhere that can hook you up right there. So that's true. So that just that different facet also, you not just counsel ed, council leads, um, administration, school level, administration, district level, a superintendent coming in talking talking presenting on what the district did. It was a county of like three, four schools. That would work too. Mm -hmm. That's just gonna be, will they, are they willing to do it? Do they have the data to back it up? And do they have the time to take time out their schedule to come present? That's a, that's a good suggestion because I was looking at 
a report that AFTA released um, saying that, I don't remember the percentage, but it was like 60, 70% they reported of administrators that know what school counselors do in the value. I was thinking that seems kind of high. Um, I have to look that up, but I, I just remember that standing out to me because that hasn't necessarily been my experience that school site administrators know the work of school counselors and support it as much as they can. That has not been my experience either. I've had, I've been fortunate and I'm a fairly new, new school counselor, but I've been fortunate with the administrators that I've had, but I wouldn't say 60 to 70%. Now, maybe it's different, you know, the East Coast and down South and so on. Uh, but I, I would say I'd be surprised if 60 to 70% of administrators know or understand what school counselors do. That's something we need to push to ask, well, hey, Find some superintendents that's willing to present on how they work with the counselors or the principals, so they can market that out and probably give them a special rate. So, mm -hmm. but um, Dr. Lee and Luna, I appreciate you all hopping on on a Saturday. I'll make sure you guys are going to have this copy of this um, podcast going later tomorrow, and then I get it on tonight. Got some things I need to take care of. Well, I appreciate you all hopping you on quit. Saturday, huh? I told you, okay, I'm you play right. Oh yeah, I'm playing right. I'm gonna hold nobody in the house. Uh uh. Get you in the house. Especially on Saturday. Y'all in California? Oh, yeah, sunshine out there, beaches, food trucks. Someone said food trucks. He said food trucks. So, someone I need to be right now. Okay. One last thing, when I went to LA for conference, I started to tell my my uh, my family to pack my kids up and send them out here now because we're not coming back. <laughs> you weren't coming back. <laughs> that's what your wife you're said ready, ready. she was like i like the california one i'm i'm in atlanta all the time <laughs> yeah. yeah but the long beach oh yeah i might i might find a way to stay there a week i'm gonna find a way to stay there <laughs> that's that's why you were trying to extend the conference you were saying that you had an extra day because you're trying to stay out here for longer yeah <laughs> i see you working yeah gotta work, work that early so i want to thank you all for hopping on and we'll be right back with, with my housekeeper i will right after this okay This is the part of the show I give my housekeeper items. You should know this by now. We always delve into what is upcoming and what to look forward to this year. Um, of course, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, or now podcast for podcasters, which used to be Anchor. Uh, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, Apple Podcasts. Apple, if you're listening, you know, can you help me up with a new iMac or MacBook or iPad so I can record for the podcast? Um, this year, we are going to delve into more comic book realm movies and tie that into school counseling. Uh, got some ideas for that, what, how we can. Um, Make that fun and relevant to school counselors. I'm also going to be putting together a two-year flashback to a podcast guest I had on back in 2020, 2021, I believe. Um, I posted did a review with them the after one year, but scheduling and uh, if you look at the timeline, my mom had passed at uh, the end of 2021. So... Uh, things didn't get 
we just schedule conflicts. We'll just say that that's on my end, so that's my fault. And hopefully, we have have those um, wonderful counselors come back two years later and see how they're doing now, going to their third year school counselors. Um, I'm also gonna be presenting at Scooter. Excuse me, Scoot presenting at GSCA on Scooter and its tips and tricks because Georgia. I bought Scooter last year for all councils for on a three-year deal. So I'll be presenting on how to use Scooter and maximize your time in doing it. Um, that's all I'll reveal at this moment. Maybe we'll get Alex Boylan back on again to talk about um, college college tour, his show, um, things they're doing in season four. I'll see if I get him back on. Of course, you know, we're going to have plenty of guests and hopefully we'll get some first year counselors to talk about their their time so far during the year and get that going. And I'll be right back with my final thoughts. Faith's final thought. So, as you know, as the conference has came and gone, um, presented on transition activities with uh, Kimberly Brown and Tara Washington uh, two amazing counselors I like to call my friends uh, you know Kim from PSCOC she presented several times at ASCA uh, she's on her uh, leadership team in South Carolina this year I congratulate her uh, Tara Washington OG of the of us three Council of the Year in Louisiana, working on our leadership team, Been doing this for 25 years, and it's a great experience working with her and Kimberly on our presentation. I want to give them both a shout out. Now to the ASCA conference. Um, it was in Atlanta, as you know, I hate to fly, so it's easy. So I drove up. We drove up there this year. It was only an hour, hour and a half from me where I stayed. Um, to be fully transparent on the conference for me I was in a car accident the first day going to dinner with my wife um, a car shot out in front of this pickup truck in front of us pickup truck slammed on his brakes I could not stop and I ran into him um, eventually they had to total out my car it was a big whoop to do um my whole vibe for the conference was shot down. I um, had to lift every time I had to go somewhere. Had to um, deal with the heat and try to find a lift or Uber, trying to get there, going back and forth. Expenditures on that was just crazy, crazy. And getting home was, we had to make that work. We had to make that thing jangle. But all in all, me and my wife are okay. We just disappointed because we had, we had about eight months left on the car, not on that car. But um, we're okay. Just missing my Bible because I work in a scooter booth and there are sessions I want to go to. But of course, um, that being an accident and everything like that, my move for the conference just shifted to like I'm tired, just ready to go home. But had obligation like presenting and all that other stuff. But um, one thing 
I will I want to you know implore other directors of students um, directors of student support services or directors of guidance and counseling or whatever especially if it's in your home state you got to go to the conference it'll show camaraderie with your with your counselors or your social workers or grad coaches that are there it'll it'll implore the camaraderie and the there so that way you just spend more intimate time with your staff and your, your counselors because you're working with them year round and it'll be lovely to see it'll be lovely for them to see your face there so next year in Kansas City I'll pull all Missouri counselors and their director of student services or directors of guidance and counselors to make the effort to go to a conference to build that relationship with your counselors but the highlight of the trip besides presenting the better highlight of the trip was going to the professional school council of color ball it was a beautiful event got to see a lot of my friends i've seen over the years at conference um this is a great event and hopefully next year they'll keep the format up as a gala to celebrate everybody um for those that have a relationship with different sponsors like greek fraternities and sororities or exhibitors or sponsors that want to sew into the um, professional school council of color I implore you to reach out to them and say hey man do we, we have this group where you know we're trying to make a move and we're trying to improve what we're doing for our councils of color would you sponsor something for the conference here that being said it was it was a great event and I know that they put a lot of time into Carletta and Alicia uh, Keisha and Kim uh, basically the admins of the PSCLC group they really put their heart into this and make sure there's a great event Terry Vaughn was our guest speaker and I I was shocked when I saw her uh, you know Terry Vaughn uh, she famously was on the Steve Harvey show. Um, you know, she was Cedric Entertainer's wife on the show, and it was it was pretty cool to see her speak. It was pretty cool to see everybody with a group picture. But for those out there that listen to the podcast, just try to reach out to some investors or sponsors to sponsor the group, so we can continue to grow our our grow their for their to grow their mission and to grow their product and take things to a whole other level next year. We're always about growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, as far as the conference, besides the fact that it was a car accident, Atlanta was us. We was there. We was here. It was beautiful to see all the amazing African-American and councils of color to show up to Atlanta because Atlanta is, is like our Hollywood and it was so touching everybody said we're going to Atlanta I don't care we get to Atlanta and I was just happy to be in the number see a lot of my old friends and I just appreciate the time that I had there and hopefully next year Kansas City we can make it bigger and better than ever 5,000 counselors were in person 2,400 were virtual so Atlanta had that that it factor for this year and hopefully next year um, Kansas City will be able to do some things and 
intercourse. Um, maybe next year I'll be presenting again. Be the third time row I ask, but we'll see. You never know. That's our show for today. I want to thank Dr. Lee and Muna popping on the podcast with me. I'm out.